if you um if you were not alive today you want to make sure that your kids your grandkids right your great grandkids mm. can live off of your wealth that's what that's what it means to pass down generational wealth it's not just for your kid it's like your kids 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 can do mm. can you know can live off of that gentlemen this is alex mason podcast you already know and you see i like bringing people who are really um interesting and not just interesting informed you know people who have the answers that you might want and today i have with me in the studio loretta and she is a business professional but i'll give her the honor to introduce herself you're welcome to my studio thank you alex i appreciate you thank you and uh, you look really good. Thank you. Right. Thank you. So uh, who are you? Yeah. Hey, guys. So nice to be here. I'm really excited. And thank you for the opportunity, um, you know, to, for me to speak here. Uh, my name is Loretta Aku, and um, um, I'm, I'm an IT professional. I've been in IT consulting for many years, and I'm also um, a, a financial professional. So I help people make money, save money, get out of debt, um, help build generational wealth, right? I'm sure you guys have heard a lot of that. Um, yeah, so that's me. That's what I do. And um, I'm really excited to be here and really share some knowledge and just have a conversation about um, about everything. Yeah, thanks so much. I, I like that. I like that. That's short, concise and precise. That's what I call three C's. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, um, I've been curious because I had um, <clears throat> a gentleman here on my podcast a few weeks ago. And we talked a little bit about some financial issues and I asked him some questions and, you know, uh, but, you know, I still have more questions and Sorry. I was curious and I decided to, you know, invite you so I, we can, you know, have a little chat, you know, and talk about this. Yeah. yeah. Since you've been in the financial uh, industry, let's start with this. I've been thinking lately about getting a life insurance. Have you? Very I haven't, smart. I haven't yet. <laughs> But it's a very, it's a very smart idea. The fact that you're thinking about it tells me you're, you're, you're on the right track. Yeah. So firstly, the first reason why I haven't gotten it yet, I'm the only one, okay. I'm the only one in America. I like, I don't have a family in America. When yeah. I say I don't have a family, I mean, I have a son in, in America, but yeah. you know, I'm divorced. Yeah, you and, got it. Yeah. So in that case, I don't know who to put as a beneficiary. Got since, it. Since, uh, you know, my son is not. It's not totally in my care. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't even know. I don't have an adult that I can, you know, put in charge of that. Absolutely. So let's start with that. In my situation, what do you suggest? 
I have a child. Yeah. You have he's, a son? Uh, he, is he here in the States? Yeah, he's here in the United yeah. States. Okay. He's really young, and yeah. uh, the mother and I, we are not really, you know, Understand. we're not smooth Understand. that much. So, you know, but I'm looking for options. What do you think I can do? Yeah. Well, the first thing is um, definitely, you definitely have to ensure yourself. Your son can be your beneficiary. Although he is young and he's a minor, he can be your beneficiary. Um, so if something were to happen to you, you know your son is set. He has enough money to go to college. He has enough money to take care of himself, right? God forbid, but in case something happened to you, my dad loves me enough to make sure that I'm good, you know, even mm -hmm. while he's not here, I'm good, right? And, I, and that's the thing that I think that a lot of us need to understand is that life insurance is not just for, um, it's not because you're old, okay? Life insurance is not because, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. A lot of people have that misconception of, that misconception of, misconception of life insurance. Mm -hmm. You get life insurance because you love your people, because you love your kids, your husband, mm -hmm. your wife. You want to make sure that even though you're not here, they're still taken care of. Mm -hmm. they, they, they don't have the financial burdens. Um, they don't have that financial burden that most people will have, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the first thing. Um, so you have to insure yourself, of course, and then put your son as a beneficiary. And then the next thing is that you also want to set your son up. Okay. Mm. A lot of people think that life insurance is just, oh, when I pass away, my family gets the money and that's it. People don't understand that you can get life insurance for your kids and literally set them up for life. Mm. Literally. You have many accounts. You have like the index accounts that you can get for your son. You can max, you can, you can max fund it. And by the time your son is, how old is your kid right now? Three. Oh my God. Perfect age. Um, by the time your son is like, I don't know, maybe 12, 11, by the time he's 18, he's set for life. He can use that money to go to college and still have some to invest, buy properties, whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's the thing that, uh, we need to talk about a lot nowadays, especially in the, um, in the diaspora, especially in the African community, the immigrant community, community mm -hmm. in general. Um, I don't think a lot of us are knowledgeable on the power of life insurance and what it can do. Um, I, I know that other communities, like the Jewish community mm -hmm. and many other communities, they are, you know, they know how to pass down wealth. Um, we are not, we don't talk about that enough in our community. So I'm definitely glad that you asked that question. But right now is the perfect time for you to get life insurance for yourself and especially um, your son as well. Mm, Absolutely. So, yeah. Wow. Uh, that's cool. Okay, so now, <clears throat> I heard that I can literally pass generational wealth through life insurance. How does that work? Yeah, so um, you can get, you know, you can get, you can get an account that, you know, well, first of all, let's talk about what that means. Um, that simply means that if you, um, if you were not alive today, you want to make sure that your kids, your grandkids, right, your great-grandkids, can live off of your wealth. Mm -hmm. that's, what, that's what it means to pass down generational wealth. It's not just for your kid. It's like your kids, 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 kids can do, mm -hmm. can, you know, can live off of that. And what that means is that you um, have enough uh, life insurance um, so that even if you're not alive today, um, you're able to, um, your kids are able to live off of that. Your kids, kids are able to live off of that. Mm -hmm. And the best way to do that is to, of course, make sure that you have more than enough coverage. Mm -hmm. Okay. And not just that, but you also have um, uh, the right accounts. Okay. Like mm -hmm. an index universal life account. Um, that's great for generational wealth mm -hmm. um, because there is a, there's a concept called infinite banking. 
where you can continue to take money from that account. And um, if you if you if you do it right with a life with the right life insurance agent or with someone that knows what they're doing, not everybody does. Okay, mm. so you have to be careful. Um, if you do it with someone that knows what they're doing, they can set you up in a way that um, way generations down the line, you have money that continues. You can continue to use for properties. You can continue to use for many other investments, and it just the account just keeps growing and growing and growing. Great! Wow, that's yeah. interesting. Um, so, I mean, I want to ask you this question off topic. Yeah. Before we go ahead, uh, uh, if someone is trying to get life insurance right yeah. now, yeah. can they reach out to you for such help? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can always reach out to me um, via social media as well. You can find me. It's very easy. Um, Loretta Aku. There is no dot, no underscore, anything. Just my name, first and last name. You can find me there. Send me a message and we can go from there. Um, or you can, you know, I don't know if you give out phone numbers here. I don't know what the, yeah, I, can, I don't know I what the drop, protocol is. I can drop, yeah. your, I can drop my email as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. My, my email as well. Um, you can definitely reach out to me for help. Um, you can say, hey, can you educate me more on life insurance? And we can, you know, we can sit down um, via Zoom or in person. We can sit down and we can talk more about it. And I can just give you, have, you know, we can just give you general knowledge on it. Not saying that you have to purchase it, but just, you're, you know, so you can have an understanding on how it works and then you can make the best decision for yourself and wow. your family. Great. That's good. That's, that's outstanding. Yeah. Free yeah. consultant. Take mm -hmm. advantage of it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, some, I, I heard this uh, somewhere in the scripture that, you know, okay, I don't want to put it in negative connotation, but <laughs> I want to say that knowledge is key absolutely you applied know. knowledge yeah right right, right. that's you know, power <laughs> yeah you just need to know because people can literally they lose a lot when they don't have the right knowledge. oh yeah oh yeah, yeah information absolutely. is key yeah but i, I want to ask you this question mm -hmm. why do you think some people don't make it in life hmm. um well before i answer the question um i want to say that uh Making it or not making it in life is relative. Okay. Right? Um, it all depends on your goal, your vision, and what it means to you. Right? Mm. Um, for some people, making it in life means having three kids, having five kids, a beautiful wife and a family, and making 50K a year. Mm -hmm. They made it. Okay. And that could be based off of, you know, where they came from, what their vision is, and, um, you know, they don't see any... They don't think that's a limitation. That's mm. totally fine, by the way, guys. It's it's all up to you. You know, you you, you have to define what success means to you, mm. right? Not based off of what society tells you. Not based off of what your mom or your dad tells you. What it means to you. What truly makes you happy. Mm. I think that's what it means. Um, and then others, you know, others are making ten million dollars a year and they have not made it in life. Mm. Right. Okay. So, so, so it all depends on what it means to you. So I think that um, people don't make it in life, if we're speaking in general terms, I think that people don't make it in life because they truly do not understand what it means for them. Hmm. They have not figured out uh, what joy, what, you know, what, you know, where they want to go. They, they have not really defined their vision. Hmm. And I think that everything starts, for the, everything starts from there. You have to know what you want in life. Mm. Or you forever be um, uh, dissatisfied. Mm. You'll never be satisfied. If you don't know where you're going, you go anywhere. If you don't know what you want, you want everything. Mm. 
or you want nothing. Right. Right. And so um, I think that, you know, before we even get to why do people make it or not make it, um, that has to be defined. You have to define what it means. Right. Because it's different for everybody. Um, but yeah, that's why I think I think that people don't make it in life because they don't know what they want. Yeah, my mentor Les Brown said that if you stand for nothing in life, you fall for anything. Absolutely. He is very correct. I love Les Brown. He's a smart man. I think he's shared a lot of, <laughs> I think we've all learned from Les Brown. Mm -hmm. um, he shared a lot of knowledge and things that is, is, is just has changed so many, so many lives. It's unbelievable. Right, right. I, I like that. I like that. So if you would advise a young person who just turned 18 and they're curious about how they can start building up, building from the DNA or from the path that they have or whatever they're given at that point. If you have a chance to advise a young person. What would I tell them? I, I'm trying to be very specific so you yeah. can. Okay, if a young person comes to you and say, okay, I have a choice right now to go to school and I have a choice right now to go into business let's start from there what would you suggest they should go for first oh my gosh um well first things first you can't screw you can't screw it up you cannot fail mm. let me just put it that way this is what i believe mm -hmm. you guys might believe something different that's totally fine i personally believe that you, you there's nothing such as failure in life. You, you, you cannot fail. It's impossible to fail. Mm. Um, you only fail if you look at things, if you, don't, if you don't look at things from a lens of what can I learn from this? Mm. If you have a, oh my God, I don't know, it didn't go. If you, have, if, if you don't look at it as what can I learn from this and what is this teaching me, of course it's a failure. But if you, have, if you have that mindset, it's impossible to fail. So what I would tell uh, someone who just turned 18, is like, try whatever your heart desire tells you to. Mm. Try whatever. It's like, oh my gosh, what if I fail? Well, what if you make it? Mm. According to your definition of making it, what if you made it? And even if it doesn't go as planned, oh my goodness, the lessons that you get from that, if you look at it from that lens, the lessons that you get for that, from that is going to prepare you for your next level. Okay. Okay. And so um, um, there's so many, you know, luckily for me, um, I have nothing in life that I regret right now. Everything that I've done so far in my life, and I've made some, you know, some decisions that other people would deem as mistakes. I don't think they were mistakes. No. I think that they were just stepping stones for me to get to where I am right now and where I'm going. I haven't even started yet. Thank God. But, <laughs> but um, um, I think that you know, I think that you should go after what your heart desire tells you at that time. Mm -hmm. And you're not going to be, you're not going to figure it all out. It's so, it's impossible to figure it all out at that time. So whatever choices you've made at the time where you are with the mindset that you have is exactly what you need to, it's exactly what you needed to do because okay. it's going to take, you can't think beyond, you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. And so whatever choices you make is exactly what needed to be done. And the only thing I would say is that whatever it is that you choose to do, do it with all your heart, mm. with everything you got, with all your heart, with all your soul, um, with everything, um, with a lot of boldness and courage, and um, don't don't have acid, don't 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 have a divided mind, 
do it all you can because you never know. That could be the thing that takes you to your breakthrough. And if you have acid or if you do it with a divided mind, you might not get the full benefit. You would not get the full benefit of, of, that, of the lessons. I can say. Okay. So at what point do you think someone should change course or change route? At what point? That's a very good question. I was thinking about that the other day. And that's a very good question. I was, and I was like, you know, people always talk about persisting and keep mm -hmm. going until they hit their goal. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think that people get discouraged from switching routes mm -hmm. because they think that means they failed mm -hmm. or because they think that, um, um, you know, it's like they're so close to the finish line. It's like, no, I, mean, I can't give up now. I keep going. I keep going. Keep going. Which is true. There is, you know, there is that part. But also there is, you know, you have to know when to stop and say, all right, the vision remains the same, but the path needs to be switched. Right. And that's you, you have to do that sometimes in life. I think that um, one of the things that, you know, should be a great determin determinant of if you should switch routes or not is when um, one, you have to consider your mental health. Mm. I think that, if it no longer if it no longer makes you happy, if there's no more joy, if you dread doing it, if you are um, not happy doing it at all, I think it's time to reroute. There's just it's a, life is just so um, short; it goes by like that, and there's just no time to waste on anything that does not serve you any joy. There's just no time for that, and so the moment it starts stealing away from you know, really enjoying it. And I'm not saying, guys, and I'm not saying that every single day that you go, you're doing it. I'm not saying that every day has to be roses and ice cream. That's not what I'm saying, right? Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is that, do you look forward to doing it, right? Um, you're going to have hard days. You're going to have times when um, you feel tired. You're, you know, you're, 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 you're experiencing burnout. That's totally fine. Those are normal things. That's part of business. That's part of life. Mm -hmm. You're going to experience those things. I'm saying that when your soul no longer, when your soul no longer is excited, mm. deep down inside, you're miserable. It is time to reroute. I don't know if there's any amount of money in the world that is worth that kind of misery. <laughs> I don't know. To me, it's just, it's just happiness is, is the ultimate level of success. If you're not happy, you just, you're, I don't know how people do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I, I personally can't do it. And so, and, um, and I'm really, and, you know, I'm experiencing that right now, you know, with my, with my field in, in, in IT um, as well. Um, what I do, I love what I do. I wake up every day like, yes, I'm going to do this. Even when we have a hard time figuring things out or, you know, we have some challenges, I'm really genuinely excited about figuring that out because I love what I do. And same thing in, you know, in, same thing in, uh, you know, with, with, with uh, being, a, I, being a financial professional. I love helping people. I love it. I love helping people. I love seeing someone just being excited about their future, being excited about, you know, passing down wealth to their families, being, you know, knowing that they can go to sleep peaceful at night, knowing that their family is covered, you know, knowing that their, their, um, their kids are taken care of, their assets are protected. I love that feeling. Right. And so you have to you have to feel that way about what you're doing. If you're not feeling that way, it's time to quit. It's time to figure something else out. But don't regret it. Don't regret trying that because 
that's the whole point of trying things in life. Try different things in life so you can know what makes you happy, what makes you excited. If you don't try different things in life, you're missing out. <laughs> you're missing out on, 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 because there's so many things out there to do. So don't, don't get stuck. Don't feel, don't feel, um, don't feel like you're stuck. Don't feel um, limited. Don't let anyone limit you. Try different things. Figure out what you like. Don't be afraid to change. Don't be afraid to reinvent yourself and try other things. Well, thanks for that. Absolutely. So what would you advise to young men? Someone said uh -huh. that choose a life of purpose and not what is expedient. So I listened to Jordan B. Peterson. Mm -hmm. He's a physiotherapist. Mm -hmm. And he said, young men, he's always an advocate of young men should chase purpose and not happiness. I agree with him. I'm a huge advocate of that. I'm a huge, anybody that knows me, if you're watching this video, you're probably smiling right now if you know me because, you know, I always talk about purpose. I think that, um, I think that purpose is the ultimate level of joy and happiness. Okay. So, so there are many different levels, right? Um, to why people do the things that they do. Okay. Um, in the beginning stages, people do things to survive. Mm -hmm. People, people want to survive. They go to, they go to work because, you know, they have to make money for their families, their, their kids, you know, they have to survive. They have to pay bills, all of that. Right. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, um, people start to realize, hmm, some people anyway, that there's more to life, mm -hmm. right? Um, others do things because they want to prove a point. Mm -hmm. And others do things as prove a point to their friends and families, like, you know, they, they, want, they, want, they just have something to prove. Maybe their parents told them that you never make it in life. Maybe their friends look down on them. Maybe their social cycles, social circles look down on them, whatever the case might be, okay? Mm -hmm. um, they, you know, eventually want to do that. And then, you know, eventually they they graduate to, you know, they want to be free, be financially free. They start doing those things, mm -hmm. um, start doing whatever it is that they're doing. And then eventually, you know, there are many other levels, but eventually people um, start doing things because they feel purposeful. I think that that's where the real joy and happiness is. There's absolutely no reason to do things um, that does not really fulfill you on the inside. And I think that deep down inside every human, everybody wants to feel, everybody wants to be fulfilled. Mm. You want to be, you, you, you want to know that whatever it is that you're doing is creating an impact. Because this life is, is, guys, like the way I look at it, it's not just your own, right? It's not just for you. It's for the people. It's for others around as well. And so that's why, you know, when people, you know, that's why people fight for legacies as well. They want to leave something behind. They want to, they want to be remembered. They want to help others as well. Deep down inside, we all have that. But I think that the pressures of life, you know, you know, comes down heavy on some people and everyone becomes very, very, you know, a lot of people become very selfish and they only think about themselves. They only think about what they can do to survive. But deep down inside, you know that you want to help others as well. You know that you want to create a life of impact. You know that you want to live a life of purpose. And I think that when you're living a life of purpose, um, how do I put it? There's very, 
um, there's very little that can really move you. That's why Jordan, one of the reasons why Jordan Peterson says, chase a life of purpose. When you're living a life of purpose, they're, 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 it's, it's very hard to be unhappy. It's very hard to, it's very hard to, be, um, to be distracted to a certain extent. It's very hard to be dissatisfied. You're, 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 you're satisfied to a whole different level. You're fulfilled at a whole different level. It's very hard to explain. Living a life of purpose is like, it's like the ultimate human satisfaction. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I agree with him. Chase a life of purpose, not, not passion or not anything else. And sometimes your passion can lead to your purpose. Sometimes, not all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, living a life of purpose, I think that is, it's, it's significant. Do you have any word that when you hear that word, it purges your soul? What I mean is, yeah. someone said this, Stony the road with word, bitter the chasing word, felt in the days when hope unborn had died in us, yet with a steady bit, have not our weary feet, come to the place for which our father sighed, come to the place for which our parents sighed. We are the children of those who would not die. Mm. We are delivered, prepared, and enhanced through the blood of those who were slaughtered on our behalf. Mm. And the person said, you know what? We didn't get here by chance. Someone paid the price. Some people worked hard to make sure we are free today. And that is why we are indeed free. Do you have any word like that? That when you hear that word, it makes the hairs on your skin stand and you say, wow. One word? Like a mm. single word? The main group of words, yeah. sentence, is yeah. fine. Anything? Um, purpose. Okay. Every time I hear the word purpose, I relate it to um, joy, mm-hmm. satisfaction, impact, um, fulfillment. So many words, so many things around it. I think you know, and I'm so glad you brought that did that, that that topic up. But I think that purpose is 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 the cure to like everything. Mm. When you're working, when you're walking in your purpose, you've truly, to me personally, when you're walking your purpose, truly walking your, truly walking your purpose, and we all know that purpose comes from God, right? Um, I, I'm, I'm a believer. I believe in God. If you don't believe in God, that's totally fine. I love you still. Um, but, <laughs> but purpose is, is, I believe that purpose comes from God. Or if you don't believe in God from whatever higher power you believe in, I believe that it comes from God. Mm. Um, and when you're walking your purpose, resources are unlimited. Mm. Um, life becomes like your playing ground. That's what I believe. Mm. Um, you know, there, there, you know, people have the negative connotation that you know life is hard. You know, life is this, and they have all these different things. I believe that when you're walking your purpose, you don't see limitations. Mm. You don't see, uh, you don't see, life is different. It's like you're in a different world. You don't see the things that people see. You see possibilities. It's like you have a different lens on. And so that's why it, it, that word purpose, is, a lot of people use it loosely nowadays um, because of social media and all the things that, you know, all the things that's going on. But 
that's huge for me. Mm. I, I don't think that life is worth living if you're not chasing your purpose. Mm-hmm. I don't think that life is worth living if you're not working towards getting to your purpose. Mm-hmm. Just like uh, Jordan Peterson said, life is meaningful enough to justify itself. I was like, wow. Absolutely. It's, it's crazy. You, you know what I mean? Because it's like, it's like when you look at people like Nelson Mandela, when you look mm-hmm. at people like uh, even people like Gandhi and all these great people, you know the reason why they were able to do the things that they did. The reason why the only reason why Nelson Mandela was able to go to jail for twenty seven years and not take every deal on earth that was being thrown at him so he can get out early. The only reason why he stayed there was because of purpose. Mm-hmm. Think about it. If I like if that if, if that isn't my purpose. If, if, you know, eliminating appetite is not my purpose and I was thrown in jail, mm. you gave me a deal to get a next day, I'm out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I am out. I was like, yeah, get me out of here. Everybody can suffer. <laughs> That's on you guys. I'm a lawyer. He could have said that. Nelson Mandela could have said, I'm a lawyer. I make great money. I don't need all of this stuff. He was a, he was a young lawyer, a very mm. successful lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. He could have he taken that deal and, you know, made great money and go and mind his business <laughs> mm-hmm. but he's like his purpose was to eliminate appetite mm-hmm. his purpose was to make sure that he saw his country free his you know his purpose was because of his purpose he's like no i'm willing to die behind this mm-hmm. i'm willing to stay here for 27 years and more as long as my people are free as long as this madness stops mm-hmm. i'm willing to do that if you don't have tunnel vision and if you don't have if you don't if you're not clear on your purpose you easily give up mm. so that's why i think you know that's why i think what you just said right now is very very valid because right. if you if you're sure if you know and you're clear on what your purpose is purpose is you don't fall for anything mm-hmm. you know you don't fall for you know you're not easily bought mm. right you don't have a price you're priceless. Your price is your purpose. Mm. And until that is fulfilled, um, you don't rest and you, or you don't sleep unless, of course, God calls you or whatever you believe in. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Is that, would there be uh, something else you would want to share with my audience today? Or is there something you have in mind that you want to talk about? You see, I read the book called The Measure of, Ma- of a Man, written by Sidney Poitier. And he's an advisor to Mahatma Gandhi and Martin Luther Jr. and the rest of them. And he said that there is something that happens when you go on a walk with someone. Okay. And that's, it's really unspoken. And it's either you adjust to the person's pace or the person adjusts to your pace. And then he asked, Whose pace are you adjusting to? What will you suggest or what will you say to someone out there about association? Do you think it is relevant how we choose who we mingle with? Oh, yeah. Your, your network is your net worth. Um, the people that you um, associate yourself with, the people that you meet, uh, you know, will, either, will either help you get to your next level or derail you from getting to your next level, mm. right? And so you have to be really careful who you hang around with. And I it took me a very long time to learn that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, 
and 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 some people might say oh well isn't that using people well yeah if you don't if you're not if you don't make yourself valuable enough to be valuable to them as well you have mm -hmm. to be valuable to them as well you're not just building a great or wealthy network to just take 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 mm -hmm. you have to be able to make yourself like i said valuable so you can provide help to mm -hmm. them as well so it's it's an exchange it should be an even exchange right right um um Surround yourself with people that, you know, that can help you, that you can learn from. You need to be able to learn from the people that you hang around um, and also teach them things as well, like I said. Um, you know, start creating, you know, network with people. You just never know, you know, just, you, just, you just never know. Mm. Um, if, if they're not aligned with where you're going and what you're doing, it doesn't mean that you just completely cut them off or shut them out, you know. You might limit your interactions with them, of course, but you have to, it's very important to um, surround yourself with people that have similar vision in where you're going. Thank you so much for your thoughts. Yeah, absolutely. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Would there be anything else you want to share? Uh, <laughs> uh, no, not really. Um, I, I would say, guys, um, you know, if you want to learn more about um, money and finance, if you want to learn more about, you know, life insurance and how you can use it as well, not just for protection, there's so many benefits to it. If you want to learn about, you know, how to use it, you know, to your advantage to, you know, you know, increase your wealth, multiply your income, all of that, um, definitely reach out to me. He's going to put my email there as well as my social media handle so that you guys can reach out to me, send me a message. And um, yeah, that's, that's about it. And then stay positive. Um, uh, keep your mind sharp. Continue to learn, continue to grow. Always remember that whatever it is that you're going through, there's always a lesson in it. And if you look at life from that, less, from that lens of what can I learn from this, no matter how bad it is, the worst situation, whatever it is that you're going through right now, always ask God, what are you trying to teach me? Or ask, you know, ask, what is this trying to teach me? What can I learn from this? Take that lesson and do better next time. I promise you, life will be your life will be such an adventure. You wake up every day just excited to be alive. 